High Noon with George Hook. News Talk 106 to 108. All right. Well, it is, of course, uh, Australia Day. Talking about great Australians. I had a lovely text earlier on. Now I've lost it. Uh, and this was ah, yeah, um, somebody, the inventor of a gadget. Uh, and I've lost him. But it was the mother of a, a young girl came in uh, talking about he, he was he had saved their daughter's life, made it so much better. On the issue, Pamela Anderson visiting a refugee camp. You hypocrite, George. You praise Pamela Anderson for going to help the very people you don't want your own government to help. It's buying it alone. No, I'm perfectly happy with Pamela Anderson going to a refugee camp in France. I just don't want them over here. So I haven't changed in the slightest. And uh, the vegan snooker player, Neil, Robert, Neil Robertson from Melbourne, Phil in Westmeath. How could you have your favourite ever Australian vegan? Oh, yeah, here it comes. Lorraine Murphy, Graham Clark, who invented the multi-channel cochlear implant, allowing her daughter, profoundly deaf Anna, to hear, to speak, to read, to sing, to dance, and so on. Not fantastic? What a man! Graham Clark, an Australian, and he's up there with the best of them. And, of course, there's Skippy and Banjo and Patterson, uh, favourite Aussies of other people. Uh, your favourite Australian, Bill Hughes? Pat Cash. Really? Yeah. What song did he sing? Pat Cash, tennis player. Pat oh. Cash. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the fella in the jail. Who? What fella in the jail? Oh, that's Johnny Cash. Yeah, Johnny Cash. No, Pat Cash, great tennis player. Rod Laver, Ken Rosewall, John... No, you're only allowed one. Brilliant tennis players. Yes, Yvonne Gouligan. Amazing. So, there you go. (laughs) I I was in great form coming in, only I heard that little outburst. You slipped something into that little... So I'm not going to even go... What did I slip in? Oh, I'm not even going to go there. But, you know, because people do say to me, how can you go into studio with him when he thinks the way he thinks? It's like, I'm just going in to talk about music. Well, I tell you, interestingly, somebody said, uh, sent in text, is George drunk? He certainly sounds it. Hmm. Well, I well, don't say him like that. You're, but I've been asked that as well, regularly. You're adding fuel <laughs> to the flames. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, I'm here to talk about an essential I song. I drink my gin after I come off the programme, not before. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I wasn't accusing you of that. So. so what song have we got now? Okay, I want to take... You're the big movie buff. Yeah. And there is a fantastic movie that's a fun coming-of-age film called Risky Business with a young Tom Cruise, where his parents go off and leave the house and he decides he's going to have a party. Correct. And the very uh, moment of the declaration of his freedom when the parents have left the house is to take off his trousers in his underwear with a shirt and a pair of sunglasses and suddenly he slides across the living room floor in his socks and he lip syncs to old time rock and roll which kind of tells him that he's free and today's essential song is old time rock and roll by Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. And I think it's a fantastic song. Bob Seger. Bob Seger. Was he and Pete Seger? No. Right. No relation okay. at all. Okay. Um, Bob Seger, uh, the song was written by George Henry Jackson and people will know him for writing One Bad Apple for the Osmonds. The Only Way is Up for Yaz, which was a huge worldwide number one in the early 80s. But old time rock and roll, it's, 
it's kind of a sentimental look back at the music of the original rock no, and roll era. No, is it bouncy like? Oh, very. Is it? It's one of those... I saw the movie, but I can't remember. All I know is the parents come back. Yeah. And he meets them on the front lawn. Yeah, and he has had a prostitute uh, in, played yeah. by Rebecca de Mornay. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, so there's all all of that going on. But it's the fun that's in this song. And um, it's a real kick-ass song. But Bob Seger himself, amazing guy. Um, born May 6th, 1945 in Detroit, Michigan in the Henry Ford Hospital. Um, his father uh, played part-time in a big band and was uh, a medical technician at the Ford Motor Company and his mother, there was just his older brother and himself. Um, but a lot of the neighbours wouldn't let him play with their kids because his father and mother fought so often and so nastily and the language and the behaviour that went on in the house was so bad and then the father disappeared when he was 10 and abandoned him with the mother and the brother and they went from having this idyllic kind of middle class life in Detroit in Detroit at the time when Detroit was boomtown oh yeah um, to suddenly destitution living in one room with one hot plate, two with bunks. The mother slept in the top bunk and him and his brother slept in the lower bunk. And the brother at 14 had to come out of school and became the sole breadwinner for the family. Then the mother took a job as a housekeeper. uh, The mighty fallen from grace. And Bob Seger became very shy, very introverted. But he was a track and field star in school. uh, Very physical guy. Uh, big physical presence and but always loved rock and roll picked up the guitar and was happiest when he had the guitar and then went on to be a tremendous songwriter in 1973 formed the band the Silver Bullet Band the Silver Bullet Band have gone on to sell 50 million albums so he's had one hell of a career and um, he there's just something about him he's He's got a raspy voice, a rocky voice, very, he's, he's very, he's, he's a real he-man. There's something about him that's just a real he-man. He's been divorced twice, but he seems very happy with his current wife. Um, he's had a lot of hits uh, as a songwriter and as a singer. And his songs are all deal with love and women and blue collar issues. So Night Moves was the song that sort of put his toe in the water and told everybody he was here. Uh, Still the same. We've Got Tonight. We've Got Tonight is one of the most fantastic rock songs. How do I not know any of this stuff? And this fellow is nearly my age. Yeah. How do I know? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Like a rock like I mean, the interesting thing was... Mm -hmm. That my father played in a band mm-hmm. uh, and he didn't pass on any of the talent to me. Maybe if he'd abandoned my mother mm-hmm. and we were sleeping in a bunk, I could have today instead of talking to you on the radio, I could be selling 50 million discs around the globe. Well, when Bob Seeger. Maybe my father was too nice to me and that's not why I'm in a musician it might be today. It. Well, 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 it transpired that the father had a drink problem. Oh. And years later, when Bob Seger started to make it as a rock star, he he was Bounded, just start he? he was just starting to do well, and he had a residency at the Whiskey A Go Go Club in Hollywood. Yeah, and 
his father came to the bar. Looking for the handouts. Looking, they met. And the Go father away. was, at the time, a nurse, a nurse's aide, looking after a person he was to keep off the drink. And instead, the two of them were out drinking together and they went to the Whiskey or Go-Go and he came looking for his son, who was the... Headlining act that night. So the son gave him, Bob gave him $50 and the father went off on the batter and then three weeks later Bob Seeger was told that his father had been on the batter again and had set fire to his apartment by accident and had burned to death in the fire in the apartment. So horrible you know, really, yeah. that's 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 real horrible stuff. Yeah. But Bob Seeger, any other cheery stories? Well, Bob Seeger, yes, he's he's done so much good stuff over the years. Like he's a huge supporter of the Special Olympics movement. He has performed at Special Olympics opening ceremonies. He became a close friend with uh, Glenn Frey from the Eagles, who had died last year. And this year. Bob Seeger had written a song, Glenn's song, and he put it up on his website and gave it free to all his fans uh, in tribute to the first anniversary of Glenn Frey's death. Um, He was inducted into the Hall of Fame and in the, you know, they read the citation. The citation said, he was a long, slow climb to the top and his overdue breakthrough with night moves in 1976 attested to his belief in himself and rock music as a dream worth pursuing. For more than 10 years, Seeger laboured on rock's fringe, sustained by a rabid fan base. He cut some fine albums, performed at least 200 shows a year, and until it clicked. And he then was he became, 30. I was just working yeah. at his age. He was yeah. 30 when he kind of started. Yeah, so then he was nominated for the Oscar. Uh, for his song from Beverly Hills Cop, uh, Shakedown. Uh, and that was an accident because... See, was he on the soundtrack of Beverly Hills, Hills Cop? Hills Cop 2. Beverly Hills Cop oh, 2. Right, okay. Shakedown. And uh, what had happened was Glenn Frey was to record the song. Uh, the night before got a bout of laryngitis and they needed the song for the final mix of the movie. He called his old pal Bob Seeger. Will you go in and record the song? Bob Seeger went in and didn't like the song, rewrote the two verses, got writing credit on it and sang it. It went into the movie and then as a song, it got nominated for an Oscar and he got the Oscar nomination, which is All great. right. Well, we're going to listen now from, uh, what was the movie? Again? Risky Business. Risky Business Tom. with a young Tom Cruise. It's Bob Seeger and the Silver Bullets. I don't know anything about this. Um, What's You'll, the name of the old song? Old Time Rock and Roll. You will know this song. Old Time Rock and Roll. Will I know the song? Michael yeah. Quilligan. No. Michael Quilligan, our sound engineer, who is an iconic music man, doesn't think that I'll get it. All right. Let's have a listen.
Well, Quilly loses the bet. I remember it well. And I tell you, you've made an old man happy. Now, it's not very often you do that, but today... That was fabulous. And I can just remember now Cruz doing that in the movie. But more importantly, because of my weakness, I looked up Rebecca the morning. She was gorgeous, wasn't she, yeah. in the movie? I saw a couple of pictures of her there. She was born in 1959. Yeah. So, like, but she was also, I remember seeing her in a thing called The, the Runaway Train yeah. with John Voice. Or The Hand That Rocks the Cradle yeah. as the scary psycho. I How, didn't like no, that. No, but, no. But she was, she was quite young in The Runaway Train with John yeah. Voice. Yeah. They, they, they've escaped from prison, if you That's remember. Right. Yeah, she's a terrific, a terrific oh, actress. Yeah. Yeah. But um, That was a great song. Good. And Bob Seger, he's going back out on the road in America. He still tours. He's 72 years of age. But... As he says himself, uh, I'm not able to swing the hips and do okay. that. So he now sits on a stool. On the, you know, he comes out, does a couple of numbers, but then he has a stool to rest on and he keeps a private jet close to whatever arena they're in so he can fly home and get his kids up for school because he right. wants to make up for his dad. So All right. Now, um, the, the uh, interesting thing about this uh, is that, of course, you can get a reprise, and I'll be driving home listening to it, uh, that old-time rock and roll with Bob Seger and the Silver Bullets, because it's on Spotify, and you can stream it under George Hook's Essential Songs. They're all there since uh, Bill Hughes first started doing this at uh, the outbreak of World War II. Uh, they're, all the songs are there. Uh, but I, I'm just so excited about it. I have a couple of... I know you pay no attention to me. But Neil Diamond is doing the 50th, 50th anniversary tour. Yeah, yeah, he is, he is. Phil Sweet Collins Caroline. and Blondie. Phil Collins. Uh, yeah, Neil Diamond's in better shape than Phil Collins. Is he? Uh, yeah. Well, Phil Collins did was on Graham Norton and, and uh, he looks wrecked. But I, I I think he's still... Uh, he's an enjoyable artist. The music is fun. You know, it's light, but it's fun. Uh, uh, Neil Diamond my brother Dev and his wife and kids they go every time for Neil Diamond the kids sing every song I did song. the catering for Neil Diamond in Croke Park did you? yeah and? and he was a lovely man that was that Jonathan Livingston Seagull was that when he performed that thing with the, where they had that visual effect I've no with idea. lasers I was doing the catering I hadn't time to be <laughs> watching uh, the only thing about it was he made an appalling entry for us Irish he came on with uh, a hurley uh, and a slitter oh. and he had his head bandaged bloody you know oh, plastic paddy kind uh, of yeah but I the music know. made up for it all he was absolutely fabulous did it did it and well. he was very nice to me most I have an email about etiquette. I know you're strong on <laughs> etiquette. I recently witnessed an undertaker visiting a home to arrange a funeral. He turned up in his farming gear, said he was spreading fertilizer when he got the call. His manners matched his unbelievable dress code, says Ada. Well, that's tough. When you have somebody. a death in the family, there's no well, point in somebody coming in smelling a death. I tell you, there are now either the fourth or fifth generation Fannigans in The Undertakers in Angel Street. Yes. And the fourth generation is living up to the founders of the thing. Uh, when when you suffer a death, The Undertaker plays a crucial role. 